Hi, everyone. Thanks for joining me on my Profit with a Plan podcast. This is where you can get some great ideas to create your most profitable small business. Just so you know, financial planning isn't only for those that have uh, run big companies or make a lot of money. A workable financial plan is for us everyday small business owners and professionals that want to make good financial decisions that lead to bigger profits. So join me, Marcia Reiner, your certified financial planner and financial business strategist, each Tuesday for some smart ideas that can add more money to your profits, and to your bottom line. I am passionate about working with small business owners who are working their ass off every day. They're making good money, but they don't have a lot to show for it. I help them fix their cash flow fast, which increases their profits. This helps them build wealth without sabotaging their business or personal life. They know they can grow a sustainable business that they can sell later on for a lot more money. If this sounds familiar, or you know of anybody that may be curious, please share my podcast and better yet, let's chat. You can always book a brief call with me to see what we can do together to create greater profits in your business. So get on my scheduler, calendly.com forward slash Marcia dash 16. Yes, there are 16 of us. So let's get on with today's podcast. Today we're talking about money analytics. What is money? What is money analytics? It's the analysis of your current financial condition. And what that means is that you're actually looking at where you are financially by having everything put together in a way that you can make decisions. So you can see that you have this is what your assets are, this is what your income's been, this is what your expenses are, and you know because you have it all on documents that are readable and will allow you to work with them. So, um, another thing that money analytics is, it's, it's, it's a possibility to forecast for the future. So when you have your numbers in place, they can help you know what is going to happen in the future. So if, you, if you've seen yourself growing 5% each year or each month, then you know at the end of six months that you're going to have potentially a 30 or 35% more income than you had on month one because you have those numbers written down for you and you've seen them and, and they're in a place that you can use them. You can also use money analytics for making having the information handy to make good financial decisions. And if you don't know that you're growing 5% because you haven't seen the numbers, you just see the income coming in, and you don't know where your expenses lie, then you can't really make a good decision whether you should invest that money or you should... Uh, buy that piece of equipment or put that marketing down or stop that marketing or hire that person or not hire that person because you don't have the information handy. So money analytics is being able to have a document, a working, living, breathing document that can be used to help you understand the clarity of where you are today can help you forecast the future and it will help you have 
tools and and reasons and less risk about making financial decisions going forward because you know exactly where you are. So why is it important to analyze your money? And I said it briefly in the beginning, it's all about clarity. And I talk about having clarity and control and confidence in your business. And so clarity comes from understanding where you are today. What is that current situation and and where are you with that? And that means that you've been able to say, okay, I made X last month. I made Y the month before, and I've made uh, W three months before that, and it all equals up to Z, and that's great, but where am I going to go next month, and and how am I going to work? So if I want to buy this piece of equipment, will I make enough money off of it? You know, there's so many different decisions that you can have when you have that clarity. And that clarity is all on the numbers. Many of us have been salespeople, especially if we own our own business. Many of us have been salespeople at one place or time in our career. And a common tool for for sales is understanding your numbers. So I made 20 calls today and I set two appointments with that call and I know my closing ratio when I sit in front of a client is going to be 50%. So now I know for a fact that I should have one new client out of my work today. I mean, these are just ways that you do it. That's the same piece with your money that you have to be able to analyze and you can't do that unless you're clear with it and, and know what where your base is or where you want to go going forward. So another reason why it is really important to analyze your money, and it's not just the clarity, but if you understand where your money is today, you can make the necessary shifts that we all need to make to, to be effective and efficient in our business. So if we see, for an example, the marketing plan that I'm using currently hasn't produced as much as I'd like to in the two months that I've been marketing it, well then, should I keep spending the marketing money on there or should I shift and try something new? I would say let's try something different or let's try a different a different approach to it or a different language in it because if you're not analyzing that you spent $500 on this and that it's not produced you the two clients that you expected out of it then you know that you need to change something then you can but if you haven't done the analyzing of your money you can't make those shifts and you don't know to make those shifts because you're just working in your business and forgetting about the looking at the business and and the analyzing of it. The third reason why I think it's super important that we analyze our money is for forecasting. If we know what our track is and our history is with the spending of our money, with the income that we have coming in, and the growth projections that we're having then you can make decisions and you could say, okay, I know that in six months 
I'll have an additional, I should be an additional two new clients every month or five new clients or whatever the number is because you're looking at the numbers and the analytics that you have and that helps you forecast as to whether you're on track for all of your goals, whether you're on track to be on the profits that you want, whether you're on track to pay off the debt, whatever it is. The only way you can do that is by having money analytics and understanding how to analyze that stuff. Making sense? I hope so. How do we analyze these, this information that we have and set intentions on it? Good question, huh? So the way I analyze and work with my clients is to create, first of all, a spreadsheet. And make it as detailed as detailed as possible. One of my clients and I working together have created such detail that every time we meet, she's like, oh, I got to add that in. I got to add that in. And she knows for a fact where all of her money is coming from and and what cost... Um, not cost, but what um, what income rates she's charging these people on. And she knows what her expenses are, and she knows that it's her projections. Now she can go deeper with that and, and, and make better decisions. But because she's gone so much in detail, she can tell me exactly how many trades she's done, how many new clients she's had, how many existing clients she's had that's come back, how many are are partial pays or full pays, how much extra she got from a different situation, or did she upsell this product or service, all of this information because she's so detailed. Now, she doesn't have to be detailed all by herself. She can have people help her, like her staff helps her input this information. So speaking of input, how often should you input the data into your spreadsheet? My first gut answer is every single day. At the end of the day, you put your numbers down. I made these many calls. I got this many new clients. This is what the fees I got off of them. Whether you're a, a quick service-based business or you're a longer service-based business, you know, what's, what's my expected number that I should have off of this? These are, this is data that is so beneficial if you can put it in daily. If daily's too much or there's not enough data to put in daily, then put it in weekly. But please don't wait longer than a week. So this data can again be used to help us do things and make shifts and forecast. But if it's not put in quickly enough, then how can you ever analyze it once it's in there? Making sense? So what kind of reporting do you want to have? What kind of information should be put on these spreadsheets. Well, the first one is income. And income should be broken down into the types of income you have, the types of services it came from. It should come in a daily rate that, oh, I got I got this income on this day and this income on that day. And of that income, this part was due to this service and this part was due to that service. And you know, you should really get into the details on that. Costs. Costs are different from expenses. Costs are items that it costs 
to do your service. So maybe it's a, um, you're a chiropractor and you have a massage therapist that comes in. That massage therapist is a cost of selling the massage. So her income or her, her, um, her, her hourly rate is a cost of the massage fee that you're charging your clients. Hope that makes sense. Um, the cost of the, the product that you're using in your treatment or the cost of your, um, your, your product that you're selling. If you're, if you're selling an additional product or you're selling a product as your, as your primary solution, what's the cost basis? How do you break down that cost? That should be on a report so you can analyze it and see how you can reduce the costs that you have in relation to your business to increase your income. Uh, Expenses. Expenses are normal expenses. Maybe it's rent. Maybe it's your car. Maybe it's your your other payroll. Maybe it's your your credit card machine. Uh, These are things that, that are expenses that you pay that are not necessarily considered costs of the doing the service or, or providing the widget that you offer. And uh, in, in a different spreadsheet or broken out in the one spreadsheet that you use. The marketing pieces, the marketing results. What's the cost versus the results you're getting? If you don't know the results, then how do you know whether you should keep spending the, the money on the marketing? Or what tweaks you could do because this ad produced more than that ad, right? Different things. Uh, An employee value. If we have employees, my mantra is is making sure that every dollar you spend has a return on your investment. So when I have an employee, that employee provides a value. How do I justify the value that that employee is bringing in? Are they bringing in new clients? Are they servicing the clients to keep them? Are they taking... um, uh, duties off of me so I can spend more time with the clients. These are things that you need to understand and have justified. So when that client or when that employee wants a raise, you can say, well, look, you've enabled me to meet with five more clients this month. And that, that five month client or five clients was one more than I expected. And therefore I made a profit due to having you here you could be entitled to some of that profit. Huh? Profit sharing, right? You'll never know unless you document this stuff. Time allotment is another one. It takes time for you to leave your office and go see that client. Or it takes time for you to um, read the, the results that the client has so you can make a diagnosis for the client. Um, there, there are many times that come out of the practice, the business, that maybe you don't allot for in your fees that you charge the client. That could be a way for you to understand all the little things you do that aren't being charged to the client. And is it in your best interest to do that or should you hire someone to do that for you? Should you be driving to the client or should you have the client come to you? What if you did a Zoom 
and you coached or consulted your client via via the phone or a Zoom versus getting in the car and driving. A perfect example of time allotment is driving to a networking meeting, right? You drive a half hour, an hour here in Southern California, and you drive to that networking meeting, and you then you're at the networking meeting for an hour, maybe two hours, and then you drive home. So that was three hours minimum that you spent doing something. Did it return an investment? Is there a financial gain for you to do this? It may not be immediately, but unless you can allot your time and make documents of where you've been and what you did, how can you turn that time around on yourself and make yourself more valuable? I keep saying there's only 24 hours in the day. You have to sleep. So what can we do to make the most out of our time during the day for money-making activities? can't know unless you document it. These are the money analytics that are so important. You can even do it on a repayment of a debt. You can stretch out the cycle and say, okay, so if I pay off this debt or I'm chunking away at the debt that I owe, is that the best use of the money? Is it, is it costing me or saving me by doing that? These are all reports that should be done that should absolutely be done in your business every day if you can do them every day. Some of them, maybe they're monthly reports. Maybe they're, they're as-you-spend reports. But a lot of the financials that you have, if you don't input your information on a regular basis, how can you tell whether you're on track for the month or not? You can always analyze this information with intentions as studying for changes and patterns and projections that you'd like to have. So that's a big tool. Once you you create the document and you update the document often and you're using multiple documents or multiple sections within the document, that ever-living, breathing document called a, a spreadsheet, when you're analyzing it, you're looking for changes. You're looking for patterns. You're looking for projections that can improve, right? If I've got, again, that 5% every month, I should be at least 30% more in income after six months or actually closer to 35% because the, the, the growing number. But you should have more money in there. If you're not, then what are you doing wrong? Where's it going? Are you spending too much that the profit's not there anymore? How would you ever know if you don't analyze Hmm. Hopefully this is coming coming clearer to you, becoming clearer, and you're, you're seeing the reason for it. You can always use this information, this data, for marketing, hiring, purchases, how often you win, how often you lose, how, how to forecast and, and project what you're going to be at in December, and, and were you in December where you thought you were going to be January when you started? Did you review at the three-month mark? Did you review at the one-month mark to see if you're on track and what shifts and plans can you do? And this is all the reason for money analytics. And this is why I speak so, so openly about having clarity 
as your number one direction for your financial plan, then through clarity, you have control. And through control, you begin to have confidence in the direction that you're going. But it all starts with the clarity, and that's done by using money analytics. So what's your plan? What have you done so far in your business to know if you're on track or not? To know if you're in the right direction or pace or place that you want to be? Have you created your spreadsheet? Well, where do you start if you haven't? Or if you have, how do you fine-tune it? Well, I suggest that you work on a spreadsheet versus notepads or, um, you know, there are some great programs that are available free online. There are credit card companies that can help you with the spending and figure out where everything is broken out to. Your accountant can work you a, a um, QuickBooks account, or you can just reach out. I've got, if, if you need one, I've got clients that I work with that I've helped them create spreadsheets for, and I'm sure I could help you create a spreadsheet. But it is the basis of what you want to do, and, and you'll absolutely need a good, solid working copy that can calculate and add the numbers for you so you can always have it at a glance. So how do you know what to do with it when you when you get those you get your spreadsheet all designed, you're working it, you're adding your numbers in frequently. What do you do with it? How do you know what projection or direction that the company is going in? Well, there are some simple clear views that you can start to see once you get in the practice of, of, of looking at it, you can see that, oh, I'm on track. My income has increased or my income has been stagnant or even worse, my income is going down. You can start to see the clarity of the spreadsheet once you get it working for you. But what to do with it? If you're working it regularly, you'll be able to see these patterns and you'll be able to make the shifts that you need in your business quickly, on a dime, and and make the changes that you need so your business can continue to grow and be more profitable. Finally, where can you get help? Well, there are your team players. There's your accountant that can help you create the spreadsheet and and document it. Oftentimes, they'll document it on a monthly basis so it's not quickly enough. Um, So I would say have your accountant create the spreadsheet for you if that's the path you wish to take. And then you input it or your staff inputs it on a regular basis. Because if you wait for your accountant, you're always a month behind. Um, you can have your tax um, your your um, your tax person help with that as well. But tax people tend to look backwards. The same with the accountant. This is what happened. I would also suggest that you have a partner that helps you look forward. Uh, a coach, a consultant. Uh, that's this is exactly what I do. But there are many of us out there that can help you. Find the path that you need to be on and help you understand your numbers so you can make your profits grow faster. 
And it all starts with the clarity and and doing that. But you can get help anywhere and everywhere out there. I'd love to offer myself as help. So if you do want some help with that, I offer a free consultation. So get on my calendar, calendly.com forward slash Marcia dash 16. Jump on a brief call with me. Let's figure out where you are and what you need help on. And then I'll give you some direction and guidance as to where I would say you should go. But as for help, you're not an island. You know, there's so many ways to get help. Um, Just reach out and ask and get those numbers in line. Because if you don't know where you are, you'll never know if you're going on track to get to where you want to go. So you can't get there. You can't go unless you know where you start. And these money analytics will keep you, I promise you, for the, for the minor challenge it, it creates in your life, it will, it will immensely give you the information for you to go forward and reach those goals. So thank you for listening today. I hope you found an idea or two to put into your business that makes you more in control and obviously more profitable. Again, if you'd like to know how to specifically increase your own profits in your business, let's chat. I've brought it up. My Calendly uh, account is great. You'll also see it on the bottom of, of the podcast information. So we've got some great shows coming up here in the near future. I've got branding experts. I've got uh, mindset experts. I've got people that um, we've talked a lot about marketing as of recent. Um, we've got uh, a, a great gal that does um works in practice management that's going to come talk with us. Um, So I'm looking for more ideas and uh, feedback and questions that you may have. So reach out to me here on the podcast. Hit me up or any of my social channels, which is Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram at Bella Financial or Marcia Reiner. Or you can always reach me on my website at bellafinancialgroup.com. And Bella has sponsored this uh, wh- this uh, podcast for us. So uh, we appreciate um, everything Bella Financial Group does. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. You won't want to miss any future podcasts. So please don't make me the best kept secret. Share this podcast with your friends. If you do, you'll get my free Get Financially Organized workbook. So sub- subscribe and I'll send and I'll ship you out my workbook. And this is a great starting tool for getting those money analytics going. So thank you so much for joining us. Catch Profit with a Plan on any of your favorite podcast players. And we're looking forward to more great profitable information on next week's show. Until then, make your plan and profit with it. Thanks and have a great holiday weekend. 